In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here in Heathrow Airport and I'm about to uh, take off, go to Chicago and then land in uh, Baltimore. Jack, how are you, mate? I'm good. You looking forward to your trip? Mate, I'm buzzing about it, mate. Um, the game's already moved four hours. I've got four flights to catch. I don't know what's going to go wrong, but something's definitely going to go wrong on this trip. It's, it, it's, it's, it's perfectly set up to go mental. So uh, I'm here at the bar at the moment. Apologies for any background noise. I'm having a cheeky little beer. No worries, right? It's Paul and Jack's show, so that means one thing, and that means predictions. The Baker off, you're in an airport, I'll let you go first. Give me them yards. Um, 250 yards. 250 yards. I think we are going to struggle a bit more, so I'm going to go 225. Um, TDs, I'm just going to take the one this week. I usually always go for the two. But uh, I believe the Ravens have only allowed four um, passes this season to get multiple TDs in the passing game. So I'm going to go one. Um, I'm going to go two. I'm going to take one interception. I'm going to go two. Two. And what's that completion percentage, buddy, if it happens to be a draw? 72%. I'm going to take the under on that. I'm just feeling that way. You love your chub, so I'll let you go chub first. Give us the number, Paul. What is going to be the uh, total yardage for chub? I'm going to go with 130. 130. I'm going to take the under then. I'm I'm, I'm not feeling quite that confident, but uh, fingers crossed. I'll just go 129. I'll just take the under. Um, And I've got to do my score prediction because I wasn't there yesterday. This might shock you, buddy. I'm sorry to have to do this to you. I'm going to go. Browns, 16. Ravens, 19. Right, where do I hang up on this, mate? <laughs> uh, it's just, I, I, I said we'd split the uh, Ravens games this season, so uh, no. I, I, I just think... They've got that extra added buzz they can put into it because they've got to win to get the playoffs. And I think that will be the thing. If, if it was sort of a game where we both had to play today and whoever won made the playoffs, I wouldn't have gone with that score. I'd have put us down to win by three points. But it's just that whole, they've got to win to be in. We don't have as much riding on it. And I think that is the factor. We'll just drive. If, if one of our players gets a knock, We'll pull them out of the game. If one of their players gets knocked, they'll still be in there because they've got to get that win. Well, this is the NFL, mate. Anything's possible. So, uh, I'm staying with the Browns to win, mate. No worries. So, um, play action passing um, is something the uh, Ravens use. Um, so, tweet by John Costco. So, the Browns will need to defend play action pass if they're to beat the Ravens. Browns teams... Coverage grade versus play-action pass is 34.5, which is dead last. Um, Ravens have run play-action pass 41.7% of Lamar Jackson's dropbacks, most in the NFL. 
So that wasn't so much of a surprise. It's going to be something difficult. And the more play-action passing you use, the better it is for your offense. Hopefully, we keep using it more and more and up our numbers. The one thing that concerned me with this was Greg Williams did an interview. And Greg Williams spoke about uh, using the run to establish play-action passing. Greg, you were being so good and you were reading football outsiders, you were understanding DVOA, and then you've gone and put your foot in it. Establishing the run has nothing to do with play action or its effectiveness. So, uh, Greg, get back on Football Outsiders. Blake, send him a copy, and uh, we need to just fix that because uh, he can't be saying things like that that aren't true. Hang on a minute, mate. Greg Williams knows a lot more about football than you do, mate. I, I wasn't the one doing this study. The study's there, and it's, it's, it's a hot, common held myth. So, everyone in the NFL, there's elite minds like Bucky Brooks that still talk about this. Um, it's not true that establishing the run creates um, more effective play action passing and stuff like that. It's not actually needed. There is no evidence there. There's something where between a 2 to 4% correlation, which is nothing. Um, there's a fantastic article. I'll make sure I tweet it out uh, by Ben Baldwin. Um, did a guest piece for Football Outsiders. Um, go read it, guys. It's all the information's in there. It's a really, really well-researched piece. All right, great. What else has been going on, Jack? Anything else interesting? We had a roster move this week. So, Tanner Vallejo has gone to injured reserve, um, which wasn't too big of a surprise. And they brought up, um, I want to get his name right, it's Blake Jackson, who, even though he's listed as a wide receiver, was a college quarterback. So, he might be the one where we see a trick play and a throw this week. So, um, I think they're potentially looking at him of... Can we sort of turn him into that sort of sixth wide receiver next season? Can he? I think one of the biggest factors will probably have been they've felt more confident with him on special teams than anyone else. And he might end up being inactive, but they're, uh, they've obviously got an eye on him. And yeah, he, he might uh, allow him to make the roster next year if he has a good game. He's the guy that took the mickey out of uh, Landry in the Hard Knocks uh, video, if I'm correct. I, I would turn to your knowledge there. Um, I, I couldn't say I know that. Can I have another? Oh, sorry, short another beer. And um, <laughs> I'm on holiday, mate. Um, all right, great. What else has been going down? So um, the stats came out from Sports Info Solutions. Um, and that's from Matt Manicharian, um, who used to be a former Browns uh, scout. And he does a podcast. Um, with uh, Aaron Schultz, who is from uh, Football Outsiders. And they were just doing the numbers on percentage of all attempts faced in man coverage by defences from week one all the way to week 16. And we are bang on average. So we are perfectly (laughs) average in the league of 39.8%. And that is where the average line is. The three teams that have done the most man coverage are the Patriots, the Broncos, and the Steelers, which is a big surprise because Steelers are usually the other way. And the ones that have done the least is Cardinals, Chargers, and Colts. And um, I just want to have a special mention mention of the Colts. It's an article I actually tweeted a couple of days ago by Mike Renner from PFF. Dan Davis sent it to me, our Dan Davis. And it was about how the Colts um, have sort of created a new style of defense this year of... They have a play their base more than anyone else. Um, four D linemen, three linebackers, four DBs, and then they have exactly the same setup. And it's very much like the Rams do on offense. 
and they just swing it to different things, all from the same starting formation, which makes it very hard for a quarterback to read the defense because it always sets up, I think it was something like 73% of the time, it always sets up exactly the same and then they just swing it. So as soon as that ball snapped, different things happen and people will all drop into different positions. But when you look at it, it's exactly the same. So it might be something with a success that's had um, with very little talent on it and the uh, success the Rams have had that you might see more and more coming into the NFL. Well, Dan Davis is the British Greg Williams. So if he's saying it, it must be good. Yeah. And then it, obviously the reverse is all the same. We're um, on zone coverage. We are bang average as well with 45.1%. So uh, those numbers, they're all available. If you go on Aaron Schultz or man, Matt McCherry. Mate, being average sounds like we're the Bengals. I don't want that. Um, well, it's, it's amount of zone versus uh, man coverage. Personally, I'm a big, I'm much more a fan of zone. I'm not sorry, zone um, man. I think if we can get another lockdown corner and we have two lockdown corners and potentially a solid slot play, then we can uh, look to do that more and more. And uh, that might be something we move towards. I don't know if I'm correct, Jack. Um, Ward is totally out of the game, yeah. Yeah, Ward's out. Um, I don't think they've flipped him to IR. I think they've just uh, declared him out. I haven't uh, fully checked the uh, injury report. I'm just going to pull that up now. Just a stat on Baker as well. So um, Next Gen Stats have released their passing chart with Baker. And I was reading an article by Jeff Risden, who we also had on. All these great names. It's all like, oh, yeah, we had this guy on the show. We've, you've done some solid work, buddy. So there's only two areas passing on the entire field that Baker Mayfield is under the average for the NFL. So the two zones he's under average is to the left and right of the numbers um, between 10 and 20 yards from the line of scrimmage. So they're the only two areas. So his passer rating to the left is 55.7. His passer rating to the right is 58. And then everywhere else, he's either average or better. And um, it's solid to see. It's obviously two areas he's... He, he, might still need to learn. Um, it might be somewhere he's not as strong as in his game. But uh, it's just an interesting one to note because um, the numbers are out there. Mate, do you know if uh, Suggs is playing yet at all uh, tomorrow? I'm going to flip straight onto the injury report now and I'll give you the latest news as we know. So Denzel Ward is out and Tretter is questionable. That's all that's out there for the Browns. Everyone else um, is all clear to go. The um, Baltimore Ravens, Marshall, Yon, Marshall Yonder has been cleared, so he's all go. And then there's five questionable. It's John Brown, Anthony Levine, Alex Lewis, Terrell Suggs and Tavon Young. Being a key game that they've got to win, I would guess that all of them are going to play. Yep. They all practiced or, or full participation in practice on a Friday as well. So uh, they're I, playing. Yeah, they're all playing. And what do you reckon? Um, do you think this is going to be one of uh, Mayfield's toughest games with the, their good defence? Um, I, th I think it'll be tough. I don't think it's quite going to be as hard as people crack it up to be. Um, but no, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be potentially a really good game. I think it might be a bit more high scoring than the 16-19 I went with, but I still think it's going to be close. It's going to be three points either way um, in my eyes. I don't think you're going to see a bloodbath for either team. I'm just gutted it's the last game of the season. 
Yeah, well, the season comes around soon. Not too long to wait. How's it happened so quickly? It's like, it feels like it's just only started a few weeks ago. It's because you've had so much fun talking to me, mate. Oh, yeah, true. And, mate, what about, um, you want to talk about um, snap counts? So, snap counts. I did a piece. There's some really good charts. If you go over to my Twitter, at Jack Duffin, I did it by all the rooms. Um, or by, I did week 19 to week 16 because the whole team's changed since then. So, I threw out everything before and I've just focused on now. So, just to look at sort of the wide receiver room of who's taking the snaps. And it's snaps, guys. So, don't get too over and crazy about the numbers. It's just who's on the field. So, Landry, 80%. Callaway, 67%. Higgins, 47%. Perryman, 41%. And Ratley, 9%. That's the wide receiver room. <coughs> the tight end room. Njoku, 73%. Bells, 43%. Austin and Charles, 15%. Seth DeVal, 17 uh, 17%. And then the running backs. Chubb, 60%. Duke Johnson, 38%. Hilliard, 10% which surprised me. I didn't think it would be quite as high as 10%. And, and if we jump to the uh, defensive side of the board, I'm just going to give you some of the more key players. So D-line, um, this is just players registered there, not if they took snaps actually on the D-line. Garrett, 80%. Ogba, 76%. Ogunjobi, 68%. Coley, 47, uh, 46%. Chris Liverpool, 24%, Zettel 22, Ryan Price 22. Um, linebackers, this was a surprise. Top playing linebacker is Jamie Collins with 98%, Joe Schober 82%, but then he obviously he was injured for a game. Um, Avery 69%, Tanner Vallejo 30%, Kirksey only 4% because he was injured. And then the last room is your defensive backs. Um, TJ Carey, 99%. Um, Randall, 86%. Peppers, 75%. BBC, 75%. Ward, 48%. Terence Mitchell, 38%. Um, Kindred, 36%. And then everyone else is less than 10 Surely Kindred's had less snaps than he's had last year, right? I, I wouldn't know year to year, but um, I would guess so because it was a starter last year um, opposite um, Peppers. Whereas now, more or less, it seems to be the case that either Peppers or Kindred's on the field. There's more or less them to add up to get around that number. Um, I think you've just got the increase where uh, Randall was out and the numbers have crossed over. What was your head headline stats from that? Um, it's no sort of headline stats. It was more just out of interest of seeing the numbers and then they're all charted. So you can see as, as one goes up, sort of where did those numbers go? It was just a piece of sort of interest for me on looking at week to week, how, what players have moved percentage-wise. So it's more of one of them that it was just more of an interest piece than nothing really special came out of it. All right, great. Well, look, mate, I need to go, mate. The, uh, my flight's boarding. No worries. Have an awesome trip, mate. I've got um, Matt Lawless is coming back tomorrow. And um, I would have had John Colosimo, but you, you've nicked him at the game. So uh, 
else he'd have been on too. So uh, it's me and Matt Lawless tomorrow. Have an awesome time, buddy. Let's go out on a high, and uh, I will see you soon. All right, Captain Jack, I'm letting you in full control, mate. See what, you can, see what trouble you can do, yeah? Let's see what happens. All right, we're going to put a little bet on that the Browns are going to win. What, are we putting a bet on the Browns are going to win? Yeah. Right, next time I see you, whoever, whoever, if Browns win, I buy the first point. If Browns lose, you get the first point. All right, deal. Easy as that. Have a good one. All right, buddy, mate. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Bye. Let's change.